This is Dyes and X, the podcast episode 286 for the week of January 21st, 2012. Welcome to Dyes and X, the podcast, an extension of the all encompassing Dragon Ball fan site. Dyes and X. That's right, the two of us here, we cover anything and everything Dragon Ball in hopes of enlightening and a little bit of entertaining. That voice joining us across the internet all the way from Japan. Julian, welcome back, man. It's good to be back and not sick. <laughs> What'd you come down with this time? This time I had a very bad cold. I was coughing and I had barely any voice and yeah, it wasn't fun. Nice. No voice. That makes for a wonderful podcasting. <laughs> yes. It, it, the silent podcast, like that movie. <laughs> The artist that's come out and some people have demanded refunds because they didn't realize it was a silent film. <laughs> Why are the words at the bottom of my movie? I'm returning it. <laughs> oh, Julian, good to have you there. Uh, All right. So we got you and we got me. My name is Mike Vegito EX. Just the two of us this episode. I'm okay with that. Yeah, that's pretty quiet. Yeah. Where's yeah. Mary anyway? Uh, she's upstairs. Uh, we went to the library. We got a bunch of cookbooks and she got some more manga. So I think she's a uh, vegan. It was snowing today. So it's one of those get some coffee, get some hot cocoa, lay on the couch and read stuff kind of days. Yeah. Well, that makes sense. Yeah. All right. So we haven't had a chance to talk with you in a bit. Uh, so we want to catch up with you over a couple things. Uh, we don't really have any news. So this is just one of those weird episodes where we do stuff and we just talk about Dragon Ball things. Okay. Uh, the topic for this episode is going to be a pretty short one. But we wanted to talk about a couple cover songs that were released for, uh, I guess, not really for Dragon Ball. They were separate from Dragon Ball entirely. But two songs that we didn't get a chance to cover just yet, so we'll talk about those. But before we get to our topic, Julian, we wanted to get a couple thoughts from you, because you have now bailed on us twice for our Dragon Ball GT reviews of awesomeness. Not intentionally. (laughs) Couple things. We have some name location puns that we didn't cover when we did the last episode, and then we wanted to hear just uh, your thoughts in general on the episodes. So why don't we start with those puns covering episodes 6 through 10, but we also can't remember if we covered Emega. Yes, the planet Emega, which they visited in the last bunch of episodes, that's Gametsui, which means uh, stingy, avaricious, money-grubbing. Gotcha. That makes Fitting sense. Fitting for the merchant planet. There's also Donkia, which is Akindo right. merchant. I know we covered that one. So I think we got that set. Gotcha. In this bunch of episodes, we visit a few other planets. So first we have um, planet Monmas, which is either Mammoth, although it can also be interpreted as Monmouth, but I don't think that's what they were going for. Yeah, probably But not. anyway, huge. Right, right. And also planet Bihe. If you rearrange the syllables, you get Hebi, those strange snake-like things. I can't believe I didn't get that one, because that is a word I know. (laughs) It just totally flew over my head. Yes. And lastly, you have Zunama, which, true to its form, uh, if you rearrange the syllables, you get Namazu, um, catfish. Man, those are all uh, very basic ones, and somehow we... Went right past them. That's a shame. Yeah, well, they're we still trying for. to go for the traditional name pun format here, yeah, although yeah. sometimes, um, I don't know whether you call it more or less fashion. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it's the same, I guess. Right. All right, well, what were your thoughts on uh, this batch of episodes? Did you get a chance to check them out? Yeah, well, I thought it was kind of trying to get back to the adventure spirit, and I thought a lot of ways they were trying to sort of um, call back to things that happened in Dragon Ball, particularly with the Zunama episode. Yeah, yeah. That seemed very much like um, Oolong. Right, right. We talked about that. Except uh, in Goku's place, we have Trunks dressing up as a woman. And I don't know whether it was effective or not. It was kind of amusing. But I think someone brought up an interesting point that it doesn't always milk the full potential of the scenarios that they come up with. Right. Like the giant 
the giant planet, there could have been so much more tension, like the uh, the image that uh, Toriyama created based on that um the idea for that episode is much more dynamic than what actually got animated. Right, right. That was a great point that someone brought up on the forum. I, oh, I can't remember who it was at the time, but I thought that was a fantastic uh, analysis there. Yeah, it's a single still image, and yet it, it has um, much more, I don't know, much more going on. <laughs> <laughs> it does. It's got more uh, soul to it somehow. Yeah. So, I don't know. In, in some ways, it feels like it's kind of paint by the numbers or going through the motions, if you will. But right. at the same time, it's driving the plot forward. And in the last episode, you start to get a hint of what's on the horizon, maybe. Let me ask you, uh, what do you remember of GT? Was it something you watched back in the day? I can't remember uh, your take mm. on this. I watched it very casually, and I sort of skimmed through the first 16 episodes. <laughs> gotcha. Okay. <laughs> Uh, so it's, it's all very, very fresh, very new to me in some ways. And I, th- I think some of my, um, dislike, if you could call it that, was justified. And some of it's, I don't know, it, it's not horrible, but it's, <laughs> it's just okay. It's not horrible, quoteth Julian, re Dragon Ball GT. Mm. All right. But it, it doesn't have quite the same spirit that, ma- that grabs you and makes you want to sit down and watch 500 odd episodes of a tv show yeah definitely all right we're gonna make sure that we have you for the next batch of five episodes you have to go through this with us okay all right so uh we'll drop the stuffage here and uh we don't really have any news so let's talk about some cover songs all right this first one here this is a a cd i grabbed just on a whim i was ordering some stuff and needed to save on shipping so it's one of those let me search and see if anyone covered a song lately uh this was a release by tokyo mirai boys or tokyo future boys came out back in january 2011 the name of the album is jumping punk and the way that you'll uh probably see the album title written out is jump is in all caps and then the ing is not and then punk is in all caps it is a not really a pun but the jump there is it's all songs from jump franchises that includes dragon ball naruto bleach one piece dips into the past a little bit i think we have a slam dunk song on there somewhere so it's a pretty good collection of songs but one of the tracks on there is the second opening theme to dragon ball z we got to power originally performed by hironobu kageyama julian this uh punk version of the song you've decided it's not really a punk version well, it, it straddles the line, really. It's it's very much a sort of metal-influenced punk along the lines of, say, The Offspring or Some 41, sort of 90s take on it. I think. <laughs> You're, they're coming to get you over there. Uh-oh. <laughs> <laughs> but... <laughs> To me, that that's that's what it feels like. It's kind of punkish, but it's definitely got some very strong heavy metal roots, particularly in the verses. But at the same time, doesn't it feel really safe? They're not really trying to do anything. Yeah, not really. It, it's it's not really um, trying to go for anything spectacular. It's not super super fast. Right. I mean, it's got a it's got the multiple bass hits right. that you'd expect from sort of a speed punk or metal but um but overall the tempo feels very similar to the original performance yeah yeah it's it's not really all that different it's more like double time than anything <laughs> yeah else. yeah it's it's not faster it just feels faster because the beats are coming more often right you now for a punk style of song i don't know I, I guess i expected maybe a little more snotty or a bratty performance of it and it's a female vocal throughout the entire thing at least i think it is it doesn't sound like a, a dude sounding like a girl sounds like a girl and that's mm-hmm. not a slight against it it just is and it's 
just kind of one of those they're putting it out to cash in on jump it feels like it's not doing anything new for itself no real identity mm. well and i mean i haven't heard any of their other music so i can't really comment on uh their treatment of other songs or something like that but yeah i mean it it, it does feel like it is a different arrangement which is kind of interesting yeah, but yeah. in terms of punk flavoring it's very superficial very light yeah definitely definitely and you know it's not that expensive it's uh i think 1980 yen so you're looking just over over the exchange right now anyway uh, just over 20 bucks so it's something cheap you can th- throw into an order if you're looking to save a little bit i i don't want to put it down too much because while it doesn't take any real risks it's also a pretty fun listen i know mary and i tossed this in i forget where we were going but it was one of those long car trips where we needed multiple cds so we tossed this one in and we had a good time the entire cd beginning to end even for some of the songs i didn't know i think there's a bleach movie ending theme on there which i had no familiarity with but it was a good listen through and through so this isn't something i overly recommend but if You know, if you got the cash and you're looking for something else, it's not too bad here. Mm -hmm. One other song we wanted to mention, not a, not a whole lot this year. There are a couple others we haven't had a chance to get to, but this one we did. We mentioned this in the news a few weeks ago. Sasaki Sayaka, who is on the Lantis label, put out her debut album called Sympathetic World. This came out in November, so just a couple months ago. The mm-hmm. album comes with a bonus disc with a couple tracks, and the last track on there is a cover of Bokutachi Watenshidata, or We Were Angels, the second, hey, we're right here, the proper second opening and second ending here. I didn't even realize that. It kind of works out that way. Second closing theme to DBZ. This one is a special one because the background vocals, the harmonies are performed by Hironobu Kageyama himself. Mm. So Julian, your take on this performance of the song. Hmm. Well, speaking of playing it safe, this one is very safe. (laughs) In fact, the arrangement... The arrangement is very, very similar. It is. A couple, maybe a little drum fills somewhere just for the heck of it. Yeah, I, I think it, it very, very clearly carries on the, the roots of the song and the sort of, um, I don't know, it was a mid-90s song, but in some ways it sort of called back to the 80s. Yeah, yeah, totally. Just like you were saying, the song itself was a 90s song that called back to the 80s. I feel like this is a 2010 song calling back to the 90s, itself calling back to the 80s, which of course it's doing because... That's what it is, but I guess I'm not sure how to put it into words, but this one gives me far more of a nostalgic feeling, and maybe that's just due to the nature of the song the lyrics itself than most of the other covers I've heard over the last couple of years. Mm. Yeah, I think you do have a, a good point. How to say, some of the covers that we've heard have been sort of original, really different arrangements, and yeah. I think on, on especially the far end, you have things like Animetal. Right. And the, um, what is it, the, the album of uh, anime covers in sort of jazz style, was it? Tokyo brass style. Right, right. So, you know, that was that was pretty cool. And 
seeing that done in something completely different is actually kind of refreshing. But I mean, this seems like just more like paying tribute to the song. Mm, sure. Well, I guess we have to talk about Hironobu Kageyama there when we uh, first talked about the song just in the news because it's pretty recent. We were noting how if you didn't really know he was there, you might not be able to tell. Do you still feel that way after a few weeks with the song? Can you tell it's him back there? Mm, I think so. I mean, we know his voice so well that we can probably pick him out yeah. of anything. <laughs> so not too much of a shock to <laughs> yeah. us. He's not doing anything extraordinary with uh, the background vocals, the harmonies there, but I think it's uh, no, just such a great inclusion. Maybe that's helping the nostalgic feeling with this song, having that familiar voice there. It's, uh, it feels yeah. to me kind of like when we got the Budokai 2 and especially the Budokai 3 opening themes when we had Kuko and Yuka performing the background vocals there. Just that familiar sound along with, even at that point it was new songs, but that familiar sound, the familiar voices, I think it really adds something to the atmosphere of the song. Mm, yeah, I think you do have a point. And in some ways that raises it up above just a simple cover that doesn't tread any new ground. Right, right. But you have to decide whether the nostalgia value outweighs the sort of playing it safe. Totally. And of course, it's so convenient because she's on the Lantis label. Hey, label mate, come on over and this is going to help us promote both of them at the same time. So I guess it right. works out in everyone's <laughs> favor in that regard. <laughs> I know for a fact that this song is available on uh, the Japanese iTunes store. I think Jumping Punk is as well. So if you have an account over there, although you were saying you have to have a Japanese credit card to order from there as well. So it gets a yes. little more difficult. As I recall, if you get a gift card, all you need is a Japanese domain address. Gotcha. Like, mail address. So maybe that can work out. I know that mm. sites like Play Asia will sell Japanese point cards for things like PlayStation Network and Xbox Live and that stuff. I don't know if anyone does that for iTunes, but if you're saying that you also need an address in there, uh, not entirely sure. It might be different now. It was a few years ago when I Gotcha. Managed to download a few things. <laughs> Actually, it's not a few years ago, is it? It's like six years ago. <laughs> How old am I? <laughs> You've been oh God. there and back a couple times, dude. Oh, man. I feel... It doesn't feel like that long ago. <laughs> you realize you're married and have a child now, right? I'm getting old. <laughs> All right. Those are uh, the only two real uh, important cover songs we wanted to mention. I know there have been a couple others over the years that we haven't gotten around to, so maybe we'll pick up a gift card ourselves and try to dive into some of these in the future so uh that's that with that done oh geez it's uh january there's nothing else coming out uh, let's just do some emails this email comes to us from danny and he says so I finally got with the times a few months ago and bought a ps3 I have never owned a dragon ball game before and was wondering what are some good recommendations to start with. I heard your recent review of Ultimate Tenkaichi, so I will probably stay away from that. What about Raging Blast 2, since it contains plan to eradicate the Super Saiyan? Any others worth looking into? I own a Wii as well, but I never picked up any of those titles either. Any recommendations would be great. Thanks, guys. Julian, oh uh, man, what was the last Dragon Ball game you played? Um, Super Dragon Ball Z in an arcade <laughs> six years ago. <laughs> oh, jeez. So, <laughs> what's your recommendation, <laughs> Super DBZ? 
<laughs> I guess. <laughs> so if you have a recent PlayStation 3, you don't have the backwards compatibility for PS2 games, so kind of shit out of luck uh. with Julian's recommendations. <laughs> Luckily, I'm here to take care of you. I kind of broke down the previous generations, well, previous and current generations of systems, and I'm giving you one recommendation for each one. Since you just picked up a PS3, you're asking about that one in particular. My recommendation there uh, this is, of course, going for the 360 as well, because same games on both systems. Uh, Raging Blast 2. Uh, I did think that they improved a lot over the first, especially over the first Raging Blast. And for me, you've heard me talking about this for years now. I cannot play a Dragon Ball game anymore that starts in the story mode with Raditz and goes through Boo. I just can't do it. I'm so overdone. So in that respect, I really liked, I think it was called Galaxy Mode and Raging Blast 2, where you pick a character and you kind of go off in your own direction, um, do certain, uh, not achievements, I don't know what the word I'm looking for is, but certain conditions where you have to fight this battle and there's always this carrot dangling in front of you. You got the new picture, you got the new thing to equip. Just lots of great stuff to keep you busy for hours and hours over there. Like I said, you got plans to eradicate the super science as well. It's in HD on the game as opposed to standard def on the Psycho Jump DVD that's going to be coming out and subtitled as well. So that's a little something extra for you there. Nintendo DS. Julian, you have a DS. I think you should pick up Ultimate Butoden. Although you're not much of a fighting game fan though, right? Mm, Well, I don't know. I don't mind them. Okay. Ultimate Butoden, unfortunately, is stuck in Japan only. So this would be an import if you're going to be playing it. So it's in Japanese only. I didn't have any trouble playing it in Japanese though. I don't know what all of your folks, listeners, readers, uh, Japanese familiarity is, but I found it easy enough to go through. I had a great time with this game. I think this is the best game to come out in recent years. Sadly, stuck over in Japan. If you're not interested in importing, I'm gonna go with Attack of the Science on DS. Not a fighting game, so throw something uh, different into the mix here. It's more of a traditional Japanese role-playing game, but, but that's been so different for the Dragon Ball franchise over the last decade or so that it felt very refreshing, even if it was a traditional style of game. Over on the PSP, right. uh, you don't have a whole lot of choices. I'm gonna go with Shin Budokai 2 or Another Road. Uh, the more recent game would be Tenkaichi Tag Team, but uh, if you've been playing those games consistently on the PS2 and upwards onto the 360 and the PS3, the Sparking series of Raging Blast games, if you like those a lot, Tenkaichi Tag Team, but if you want to mix things up a bit, Shin Budokai 2, I think, uh, just took the Budokai engine to the next level and did a lot of great things over there. Unfortunately, I haven't played a lot of the second game. I only own the, the first game. I don't know why I haven't gotten around to picking up the second one for myself, but it's out there. And then the Wii, you don't have a whole lot of choices. You've got Sparking Neo and Sparking Meteor back when the system was first coming out. Came out over here in the US, Budokai, Tenkaichi 2 and 3. And then there was Revenge of King Piccolo, uh, which Japan got as Tenkaichi Daiboken, I think it was. Or Makif- no. Yeah, Tenkaichi Daiboken, not Makafushigi, because that's the name of the movie. Uh, so if you've been playing the fighting games elsewhere, mix it up a little bit. Get Revenge of King Piccolo on the Wii. I had a fun enough time with it. It's a pretty simple game. Um, most of these I have reviews for up over on Daizenshu EX. I still haven't finished my uh, Ultimate Tenkaichi review and my Ultimate Butoden review. Oh my god, it's been almost a year since that came out and that <laughs> one's been sitting half finished. Uh, I did talk 
spoke about it on the podcast a few times. So can uh, listen to those recommendations. So there we go. Julian. Yes. Those were our emails. We have a couple uh, questions over on Twitter. Or let me read these to you. Lord Moonstone asks, do you think we'll get new animation or manga for Super Saiyan 3 Trunks since he was the other new character in Dragon Ball Heroes a la Super Saiyan Bardock? What do you think on that? You think we'll get a Super Saiyan 3 Trunks explanation video at some point? I'd say it's it's possible, although since they haven't announced anything, it's kind of hard to tell whether they're actually do something or not. Right, right. We did get a, a commercial for Heroes that shows him transforming, but I don't know, m- maybe that's all they need to do? Yeah, I mean, it would be kind of interesting, but um, I don't know. <laughs> we'll have to see. All right. we, 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 we don't know. <laughs> would you like to see it? I guess that's the only way we can spin that question. Would you like to see Super Saiyan 3 explanation short OVA for Trunks? That'd be kind of cool. Your Hilarious is asking us, have you ever put an estimation to how much damage towns in the series take julian from an anthropology perspective the destruction of towns and the effect on uh, the human condition well i'd say that the populace of uh, the dragon ball z world would have to be pretty traumatized overall <laughs> I, mean, I mean it seems like <laughs> how many at least, times at least every 10 years if not more often they're either invaded by armies that are trying to take over the world or there's an evil supervillain who wants to take over the world or even just somebody who's going around and absorbing people or just a crazy pink thing killing everything I was going to say, how many times have they watched on the news something coming toward them to kill them? A couple times. I don't know. I mean, you, at some point, you've got to suspect that maybe there's some kind of uh, cognitive dissonance going on. They just sort of block out <laughs> these painful memories. Well, we had that, okay, happen that didn't happen to them on purpose with uh, Boo, I think it was, where they purposely wiped out the memories of that. They, they know something happened. They know Mr. Satan saved them from something. Right. So, I don't know. Maybe they're used to that as well. Maybe there is just this belief among the humans in the Dragon World that uh, they all know that things happen, but they don't think twice about not being able to think about it. Yeah. I mean, I don't know. It's sort of like the Godzilla franchise. And you wonder if it kind of has roots in Japan just being, number one, prone to natural disasters and also prone to massive fires and also occasional carpet bombings. But yeah, I think people in Japan are in general used to having things destroyed and then rebuilding afterwards. Right. So it just carries over the Dragon Ball, you think? Maybe, although it's certainly more extreme in Dragon Ball. All right. Maybe that was a serious enough answer for you. I'm not entirely sure. Julian, people have questions, comments, all that good stuff. What are the various ways I can send them to us? Yes. Well, they can first of all send us things at podcast at DiZX.com. You can also find us on Twitter at DiZX for news and site announcements and individually at VegitoEX, Saiya Jedi, and Mary TOT. And you can find us on Facebook at facebook.com slash DiZX. That's D-A-I-Z-E-X. That's right. It's a, an American Z, not a C. <laughs> there was a, a forum thread recently about Z versus Z versus Zetto. So if you're interested in that discussion, you can uh, tune into that as well. Hey, dude, that's going to wrap us up. That was a short little episode this week, but I know you got stuff going on. I got stuff going on. Maybe I should yeah. go shovel my way out to the car at some point. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So you have a good weekend. Why don't you tell the... Uh, well, your weekend's starting to wrap up here, but why don't you tell all the fine folks where they can find the website? Yes, well, you can find us, as always, on the internet at DaiZX.com. That's D-A-I-Z-E-X dot com. Thank you very much. 
All right, Julian, thank you, sir, for you over there in Japan. Yes, my pleasure. For Mary Upstairs, probably reading some mangas. For, uh, I don't know, all the other folks we have in here week in, week out. Guys, have a lovely week. We will check you back next week with episode 287. Julian, wrap it up. Yes, thank you for listening to this week's edition of the Daizenshu EX podcast. Check back here next week for more. Yeah. Yeah.